0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about Mission Impossible Fallout. It is the sixth film in the franchise, and this one is, once again, directed by uh, Christopher McQuarrie, uh, who directed Rogue Nation. And from my understanding, he also directed Dead Reckoning, so uh, he's going to be our director in charge for the next three films. Uh, for the last film, this film, and then the next film, and everything like that, and this film is basically, it is a direct sequel to Rogue Nation, because the events of Rogue Nation dictate what happens here. At the end of Rogue Nation, they arrest the the terrorist known as uh, Solomon Lane, and he's basically the head honcho of what of, of the black ops group known as the syndicate. However, the remaining members of the syndicate after their leader has been kidnapped, um, form a new group called the apostles. And they are now a biochemical terrorist group who basically become international terrorists for hire. And they acquire nuke, they acquire three nuclear warheads, in three different parts of the world. And it's up to Ethan Hunt and the newly reinstated IMF team to stop them. However, because they didn't want the same incident that happened in. They didn't want the same incident to happen in Rogue Nation. You know, him outsmarting the CIA uh, operatives and everything like that. Alec Baldwin goes from being the CIA director to the IMF secretary. And now um, the CIA wants a much more hands-on approach with this mission. So they task... The new director, played by Angela Bassett, and her number one agent, uh, Agent uh, Walker. I think, yeah, he's a CIA agent. I can't remember his first name. But it's Agent Walker, and he's played by Henry Cavill. And Jesus Christ, what a badass movie this was. I knew from the moment I saw the trailer for Mission Impossible Fallout that this was going to be different because you had Tom Cruise, you had Henry Cavill. And this this was... kind of was the selling point for for this film, for me in any way, because if you look at the movie, Henry Cavill's got that, he's got the old school 1970s look with the 5 o'clock shadow and that 1970s porn stash and everything like that, and it's because of this film that we got the abomination that was 2017's Justice League with the digitized uh, face of Superman and everything like that, but I think this movie kind of this movie kind of forgave a lot of that. Like if you hated Justice League, go watch Mission Impossible Fallout because if you look at how if you look at how badass how much of a badass Henry Cavill is in that movie, you kind of forgave the fact that they kind of, you know, dropped the ball with that Josh Whedon dropped the ball with Justice League and everything like that. And man, this was a great film. This you know, I like I you would think three was the high point because Back when we talked about two, two was a little bit of an action movie than a spy thriller. Mission Impossible three was like a dark thriller. To whereas Mission Impossible four was this the a dark, you know, espionage film. Rogue Nation was more of like a dark, you know, web dark web of lies type film and everything like that because you're trying to find this ter- terrorist group. And then now this one, it's not necessarily as dark as the previous films, but it is a much more action-based, like what they were missing from Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, because they were going for the whole, let's tell a dark and, not a dark and twisted, uh, not a dark and twisted uh, spy thriller, let's just tell a dark thriller that has some amazing action set pieces in it. It's like, okay, so now let's tell the exact same story, but let's add more action set pieces to it. And, you know, it was incredible. It was an incredible film all the way around and everything like that and then it caps off like if you saw the trailer for this film you saw that great moment where henry cavill cocks his arms and he does it so fast that the camera didn't even catch him the first time he did it and everything like that but man that fight scene alone with henry cavill and tom cruise and the guy in the restroom it reminded me of the fight scene from uh true lies when arnold Schwarzenegger fights those two guys in the bathroom and everything like that it was really cool it, was, it shows what type of badass Henry Cavill is, and Henry Cavill really, really steals the show in this one. And that's saying something coming from the fact that this is Tom Cruise's uh, masterpiece. When, it, as far as uh, film, as far as film franchises, this is Tom Cruise's baby. Say what you want about you know movies like Top Gun and everything like that, but he will always be known as Ethan Hunt and everything like that for whatever he's doing. And Henry Cavill to come in there and be just as badass as Tom Cruise, that's saying something. Because you don't really have like a co-star. Like the person that kind of did it was Jeremy Renner in Ghost Protocol. You know, he plays a mysterious agent with a with a background that connects to Tom Cruise. And um, Henry Cavill doesn't play that type of character. He plays like the polar opposite of Tom Cruise. And it's kind of weird that he's playing an American operative rather than a British operative. Because like Henry Cavill is a phenomenal actor. And everything like that. But if you have not seen this movie or The Man from UNCLE, uh, definitely go watch those movies because it shows you how phenomenal, how fantastic Henry Cavill can be in an action spy thriller, so to speak, and everything like that. It's, it's really phenomenal how much, how great of a performance he turns in, uh, especially in this movie going up against Tom Cruise. Um, another thing that kind of caught me off guard was that they brought back Michelle Monaghan in this film. And they didn't necessarily give us any sort of uh, finality with her character. They kind of wrote her off in Ghost Protocol and everything like that. And then she's not mentioned in Rogue Nation. And this one, she comes back, and it's revealed that you know her and Ethan did get a divorce and everything like that. She remarried and stuff like that. So it was kind of weird. Um, Simon Pegg and. Ving Rhames are back in this film, so that's always cool to see those two guys back in here. And it's amazing how how much Simon Pegg's character has grown since Mission Impossible 3 and everything like that. But, um, but you know, having those two guys back is always fun to see this. But overall, this was a phenomenal movie. This was a great film. Um, it really, like, it's like, it, much like the John Wick series, the bar keeps getting ro uh, risen every single time that Tom Cruise steps in, in front of the camera and everything like that. This guy proves that he still got it, and he is still the man when it comes to these Mission Impossible films. And if you have not seen Mission Impossible Fallout, definitely check it out. Like if you have not watched, to be honest, if you have not watched any of the films, definitely watch Mission Impossible Fallout because, from my understanding, this will di- uh, the events and certain characters from this film are going to dictate what happens. In um, in the next film, Dead Reckoning, and everything like that. So if you have not seen, I would watch Rogue Nation and Fallout, then watch Dead Reckoning. You know, Dead Reckoning is out in theaters right now. Definitely go check it out. Definitely go see it in IMAX. And that we're going to talk about that episode. Um, that episode is actually coming out later today. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. But it Fallout definitely watch fallout first before you go to the movies to go see dead reckoning watch rogue nation and watch fallout because that really dictates because you can't watch fallout without knowing the outcomes of what happens in rogue nation and then you can't watch dead reckoning and look at all these characters and without watching um without watching uh without watching uh, Fallout. So, you know, watch these three films back to back before you go to the movies to go see Dead Reckoning. I'm gonna say this again one last time before you go to the movies to go see Dead Reckoning, go watch uh, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, and then Fallout. And I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. It's a fin- it's a fantastic film. Uh it, was, uh, it was Tom Cruise's best film until Top Gun Maverick came out a few years later, but um. Yeah, definitely check it out. You know, like I said, if you don't have, if you have Paramount Plus, all five of these, all six of the original Mission Impossible films are on there, and definitely check this one out. I cannot stress this enough. Definitely watch Mission Impossible Fallout if you're a fan of this series. Uh, but anyways, that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, uh, Instagram and Twitter. The Madhouse Twenty um, One. Let me know what you guys thought about Mission Impossible Fallout do you like it? Did you not like it? Where do you rank it in the Mission Impossible series? Whatever the case may be, let me know Instagram and Twitter the Madhouse 21. Um like I said, this episode is going to drop today and then the review for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning is going to come out sometime later on today, probably within the next probably within the next few hours. What time is it right now? It's 10:30 right now. So, probably within the next few hours. It should be out by like 1 or 2 o'clock uh, this afternoon, so definitely be on the lookout for that, and then tomorrow, even though today's Wednesday, tomorrow, uh, I will be doing the episode for episodes four and five of Marvel Secret Invasion, so definitely looking forward to that, uh, as well as a few movies, other movies that have dropped on streaming services, and then, of course, a couple of other films that are coming out this weekend, and everything like that, so be on the lookout for that, be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast, and of course, as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness.